I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today's episode comes directly from you guys. We had a listener message in and tell us about his 6.4 Power Stroke that he bought for a great price. He was looking to build it into something that, you know, he could race, run ODSS, um, but then also be able to, you know, take it to, you know, trips around town and things like that. So kind of a, a do-all truck. And he's got a really cool story about putting it together during the pandemic, which it's been really hard, you know, to be able to do that with supply chain issues and, and just timing and lead times, all that stuff. So I'm really looking forward to chat with him today. Before we get to it though, if you guys want to see these trucks, you want to see our guests, make sure and go to our YouTube channel. Just search the diesel podcast. You're going to see all of our episodes there. It's really cool when I'm chatting with a guest to be able to see the truck right behind them or, you know, some of them will uh, pick up their camera and show us the engine or, you know, different parts of the truck that that they're chatting about. So if, if you want a visual aspect to the podcast, make sure that you go and subscribe on YouTube. If you find us on YouTube, you're not subscribed make sure you hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications. So whenever that we release a new episode, you're notified right away and you can be one of the first to hear what uh, what we're going to be chatting about on that particular episode. I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors as well. Um, Fluid Dampener is a new one that we have for 2022. I did a podcast years ago with them and I look forward to doing another one here shortly. But if you're looking to unleash horsepower and torque in your diesel truck, it's a fantastic product that really protects your investment. That's the biggest thing that uh, I remember from our episode years ago and also in chatting with racers and you guys building your trucks um, out there is it's it's something that self-tunes to the the harmonics of the engine whether you know you're at low rpm mid high um, regardless of whether it's a, a stock truck or a, a full-on race truck um, we're going to be chatting with them soon so Make sure if there's any questions you have about a build you have upcoming, you want me to ask them, you can comment on YouTube, send us an Instagram message, Facebook, um, you know, jump onto our Discord, um, which you're going to see a link on the, or a code on the screen and a link down below for that. Um, and, you know, let us know what we should ask them. I look forward to, to chatting with them here shortly. If you have questions for them now, make sure and go to www.fluidampner.com or you can email them at support at fluidampner.com as well. Um, they look forward to answering your questions and uh, love chatting with you guys. So, get the help that you need all right let's get to today's episode with john and chatting about his 6.4 power stroke build john welcome to the diesel podcast i'm excited to chat with you today i always like talking about uh six fours i've made it known on the podcast for a long time that uh that body style is one of my favorites and you had uh messaged into us and you have a really cool story and a build that i want to know more about so i'm glad that you're able to chat with us today and people you know we get listeners all the time say hey do a six four episode so um here we are with you know one you've built up and it's gonna be exciting to hear about thanks for having me yeah tell me a little bit about uh about the truck you know from the beginning like you know where where did uh, the idea come from that you wanted to get, you know, an 08 to 10, 6.4 kind of body style were you looking for? And what goal were you going to build it towards? Well, I, um, ever since this body style came out, I've always loved the way it looked. And um, I just always liked the, the body style of this truck. And I always was scared of it because all the all the negative things going on, you know, at the time when everything was new. Um so I got, in, I had, you know, I've had trucks, uh, 6073, uh, 5.9 Cummins. Um, you know, I've, I even had uh, a Super Duty with P-Pump 12 valve in it. I've been into this for a while. And um, 
I, before this truck, I had a six, seven with, you know, basic turbo and pump and stuff like that for a street truck. And I kept getting gapped by six fours. <laughs> and, uh, for some reason I just started looking into it. I'm like, man, what's going on with these trucks are so fast. And, um, I just started doing some more research on it myself. And, um, I, my main, my first goal was to buy a regular cab, long bed, four wheel drive, six, seven to put all my parts in that truck and lighten it up and do all that. But those trucks are up back then. They were twenty eight, thirty two thousand dollars between that range, and to put another twenty five grand into it, you know, it, it adds up. You know, yeah. so I, I figured out. Let me just find a truck that already needs some motor work. So I found this truck with a locked up motor for three thousand dollars, and um, so it was in Orlando, about four miles away. And I met up with the guy and got it for three grand and brought it home. And uh, started doing some more research on them, and I did. I, I didn't think the lower, the bottom end was so strong on these trucks factory, um, and it was just the valve train and the piston issues, stuff like that, that I started learning about. So that's where it all started. It's really, it's really interesting when we think of um, the evolution of you know from the six O to the six four, and when it came out, it was common rail, you know, injection and. K13 pump. And I remember the excitement at that time, like, Hey, you can really tune these to you know make some good power. And then as time went on a bit, it's like the perception of them changed and people would say, Oh, you don't want a six, four, get anything but a six, four, you would get a seven, three, a six liter, whatever it is, you don't want it. But the fact is, is that they're a tremendous platform to make power with if you build it right. And you're building it towards a specific goal. Now tell us some of the kind of inside things with, you know, when you bought the six, four, that, you know, you thought, hey, I, I want to do this for air, this for fuel. This is how I'm going to build the motor and, and give myself the best you know, possible chance at hitting the power number or the quarter mile times or eighth mile times that you wanted to hit. Right. So when I purchased this truck, the very next purchase I had was Carilla rods. I already knew I was going to put rods in it. So I was like doing rods from the get go. I'm going to build it from the bottom up. So that was my plan. Um, my goal was to run a 670 in this truck. Uh, an ODSS series and maybe 590 and maybe still try to keep it as a street truck also. Um, so that's where that idea started from. I just want to do it right from the beginning. Um, you know, everyone that's into these trucks, you know, it snowballs. So it's like, okay, I'll start with a 366 and then I'll go to a bigger pump and then a bigger turbo. And then after a while you buy the same thing three, four times. And I just want to do it one time. So I, I wrote down my whole plan. I want to do big fuel and a big single. That was my, that was my choice. Um, so everything I needed for that, I just started kind of just doing research and reading up on everybody else's awesome builds. You know, they were doing some good numbers and good combinations and, uh, try to make the best combination I could for myself. You know, I'm, I'm doing it by myself here, you know, that's what I was going to ask you next is when you're you know, doing the work on the truck, you know, what, what kind of companies or, or friends or, or people helped you, you know, put this together, you know, with, um, you know, were there, were there, were there parts of it where you definitely had to reach out to somebody and say, Hey, I need, uh, you know, I need this done or, or I don't know how to set up this or, you know, how was that whole process of putting it together with, you know, maybe help from other people or other companies? Um, honestly, I didn't have any help from any company um the person that really helped me was my wife she's she's small and she has small fingers and hands so she could <laughs> do the manifold bolts and stuff like that you know um but i had a lift i bought this lift back here for 900 bucks used and i put it in 
and that's how I got the body off. I, I took it down to the frame. Um, my main, my first goal was to completely have a dedicated race truck, fiberglass bedsides, you know, lightened up a hundred percent as much as I could. But then after a little bit, I was like, oh, it's a nice setup. It's a nice body. So I want, like to keep it steel full bed and full front, you know, everything on the cab steel. So that's, I just left the cab in the bed how it was. Um, I took the cab off myself. I was watching YouTube videos, how to do it, honestly. And the first time I did it, it took me about an hour and 40 minutes to pull the cab. Uh, wasn't bad at all. But um, so, so basically just trying to just read up on it and, you know, I was, just observe as much as I can. I've never even worked on a six, four before, honestly. And, uh, I just started taking things apart and just kind of just laying them out nice on the, on a, on a couple tables and, uh, and shelves and just went from there. It's really cool. Cause a lot of, a lot of enthusiasts that I chat with, the, they have a lot of things in common, but one of them definitely is they're independent, want to do it themselves, want to learn. And I think that's kind of what pulls us to diesel anyways. It's, you know, a different kind of platform. That's why you don't have, you know, a gas truck or gas car or something. We like to be a little different. And so tackling a project like this yourself, I think there's a lot of probably pride that you have in it and, and the things you're able to accomplish and learn along the way that probably makes the build even more rewarding than you know, if you did just send it someplace and say, Hey, I'll pick it up in six months and this is the power I want. And this is all the things that I want done to it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I did. I, the motor was built by kill devil diesel, complete long block. Um, so I sent that out, you know, and, and the transmission was built by Eric McMichaels. So my original goal was a four one hundred. Um, and I, I just saw so many new things like, uh, Austin Denny actually, um, I kind of made a friend with him, you know, kind of just talking about stuff at, at Rudy's and, and, uh, you know, at UCC, stuff like that. He just said, Oh, I'll keep a five R and I'll see what you can do with it. You know? And that's what I did. So right now it's still a five R, but, uh, we'll see how far we go with that. What now? I, I don't know the, the answer to this, but I'm really curious is when you're making big power like this, what is the kind of tipping point between when you go with the four 100 verse, you know, the five R is it, reliability of parts at those higher levels? Is it, you know, quicker shifts, more durability long-term or, or what, what's the deciding factor? I definitely think quicker shifting for sure. And also just more programmability when you're at the track. Um, right now I do have really good tune, uh, trans tunes in there, um, to, to shift better. I have second gear launch in there, you know, lock up different spots. Um, but if I want to change it, I have to, you know, call, you know, somebody and, you know, it's, it's a little bit more involved when it comes to time. Um, so if I had the 4R, you know, anyone with a 4R, the PCS, you know, it's a lot. You could just do it right then and there. You just change it whenever you want. But after every pass, that's, that's the thing I like about that. Yeah, I could see how that would definitely be beneficial, probably even at the track and just different things you can do with data logging and being able to change it a little bit quicker if, you know, unless the tuner's there with you to be able to do it. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Now with the build itself, what would you say would be one part of it that was just either really challenging or, you know, really difficult that maybe someone else out there might encounter where you could give them a tip and say, you know, Hey, when I was putting on this part or removing this or deciding on, it could be any number of different things, but you know, someone who plans to build a six, four, like you did, what should they look out for? Really pay attention to before they jump into it. I would say probably 
just a small wiring things, you know, like injector harnesses, you know, uh, high pressure fuel pump harnesses, stuff like that. If, if it looks questionable, don't even waste your time. Just buy new ones. I mean, you're going to you put a $10,000, $15,000 motor in there and, and you're going to have take it back, open it back up after, you know, a little bit down the road just because of a broken wire. That's, you know, these trucks, they're newer, but they're not as new anymore. Yeah. And all the heat and all the vibration, all those wires can start getting brittle and, and just break, you know, and it's just you're chasing a gremlin. It's just, I don't, I didn't want any of that. So I went to just new little harnesses I can do. I kept the main harness, you know, it looked good. Um, just the small stuff that's in the heat all the time. I just went, went ahead and just got all new stuff like that. You know, that 150 bucks, is, it goes a long way. Yeah, versus trying to chase something down when the truck's completely assembled and it's hard to get to stuff or just figure out where the problem is. Yeah. And you know, and, and you don't know where to start when you start having these weird little issues, it's like, where do I go? You know? So yeah. I don't, I try to get away from that and just make it as reliable as I could and do it one time the right way, you know? Now with the build from start to finish, how long did it take you? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I bought the truck Cinco de Mayo 2020 uh, around right when it was COVID and I tore it apart in July, which is two years ago now. And I got it. It was running 14 months later. Uh, the big, the big part of waiting was the motor because it was uh, kill devil diesel was way behind when it comes to just like the whole COVID thing, you know, yeah. um, they're great. I mean, those guys, th- those guys are great. They built a, a great product and, I couldn't be happier. Uh, so I waited patiently. So it took about <laughs> five and a half months for the motor, but, uh, you know, it was sitting here in, in the shop, you know, with the cab off. So I had more things to do. I just painted the frame and I, I did the traction bars. I did all that stuff myself just while I was waiting, you know, trying to make the best of it. So. And when did, uh, when did you make the, the first pass with it? I actually have not made a pass on the track yet with it it's all on the streets in Mexico somewhere. <laughs> uh, so I have a draggy stuff like that. Um, I just, I haven't got slicks for it yet. It's, it only has 500 miles on the, mo- on the whole truck. Um, but I've ran a seven twelve on draggy on the road on 22s right now. So when I go down to 28s with the drag, with the drag radios, I'm looking to be in the, you know, in the sixes for sure. I'd like to be in the six seventies without any, you know, no spray, no nothing. Uh, just kind of just, dial it down a little bit hopefully we'll see how it goes did everything come together pretty smooth and i wonder that because um, a lot of times when i'm chatting about builds either with companies or or people um they talk about you know the communication between um you know the tuner the you know the engine builder the transmission builder all these different parts that factor into it and you did a lot of it yourself so when it all came together was it just like fire dried up everything is good or did you have some challenges you know, just getting it to run and drive how, how you expected it to. So when I put it, when I first got it started, I, uh, I had a water pump issue. Um, it's a brand new, uh, OEM water pump that I put in there 
and it wouldn't seal up. It had like that weep hole and sometimes it'll leak until it kind of seals up. I had a problem with that. Um, so I had a problem with that. And I also had, a, uh, I forgot to put a couple block offs in the BD manifolds. There's a couple little quarter inch threaded holes for certain things. And I was like, where's that exhaust leak coming from? <laughs> and it was just something simple. And, um, besides that, everything else was fine. Um, Oh, I had a problem with the actual, the dual fueler, uh, the CP3 mount on that idler. The idler for that was, was wherever I got it from, you know, when they made it, it was a little skewed. So I had to take that back apart and I had to straighten it out myself because uh, I sent it out to get it replaced and it came back with another bent one, another crooked one. So I ended up cutting it here and getting it real straight with a straight edge and finally figure that out so besides that everything else is fine that's really cool i mean to i, I can tell by listening to your build the amount of like attention and detail that you put into it i think you know really helped it where there were no really major things that happened or you know i, I just things i've seen you know in diesel before sometimes there's this huge rush to get something done and then it's like oh i forgot to do this or this isn't right and you're chasing it and and all that sort of stuff so i think your patience you know, with it really, really paid off. And yeah, I was thinking back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast is, you know, you got a six, four, because you got tired of getting, you know, being gapped in, <laughs> in your six, seven. Have you been able to reverse the roles in some of the, uh, you know, racing in Mexico where now, you know, what it's like to be on the other side and do that to a six, seven or any other truck really, if you wanted to. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them can't hold the candle anymore. <laughs> is that going to run the Oh, yeah, actually, a lot of guys in, in my area here, there's a lot of uh, Dodge guys, and uh, I haven't met up with them yet, but, you know, <laughs> they've been fast for a long time, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's it's a, I think it's an underappreciated platform, you know, to really build, like you mentioned, the price that you paid for it. Well, the, the money you saved on that, you could invest in a lot of parts versus, you know, buying something else. So I think, in a way, people have almost, they're not really paying attention to them like they used to, and I think there's a tremendous um, potential there to really build a powerful, fast, reliable truck to, you know, take to the track and have fun with. Yeah, for sure. And also, um, this motor is the bed plate motor compared to the six, seven. I figured it was just a way stronger setup, you know, and the more I looked into it, the more I'm like, man, just put this thing's got potential to make some good power. And I mean, I, I took my family, I have a little five-year-old daughter and my wife, I towed them around Rudy's, UCC, these awards for three, four years without a truck, just flying there, just to just get ideas, you know, just, you know, just, and just keep, I've been into it for a while, but I just want to do something, build something that's competitive that I could use up there also. Um, and street drive. I still take my wife out on dates with it. I take my daughter to get stuff from the gas station with it, you know, just have fun with it. I don't have to trailer everywhere. It has a fuel cell in it, but I put it under the bed. So I just have a hole there in the bed just so I could fill it up. Um, it's, it's lightened up as much as I could with steel bed and steel body. You know, I tried making it like a, in a way kind of a dual purpose truck, but it still doesn't have AC in it. It still has, you know, uh, you know, one battery, three leaks in the back, just everything just stripped down as much as I could go. So I think that's one of the coolest parts about diesel trucks. though, is that dual purpose that you mentioned where, you, you know, you can still take it out and drive it places if you wanted to, but still make tremendous power where in other platforms that might not be true. 
And I think that's what got me interested in trucks. You know, I don't remember specifically what truck it was, but somebody had a tuner on it way back in the day. And I'm like, wow, this thing is actually really quick and you can tow with it. And there's a bed and there's four wheel drive and there's all these things where it just, that's how I got pulled in. And then, oh, yeah. you know, like your build there, it's like, you know, it's, it's that dual purpose. I think that you mentioned. For sure. See what, uh, growing up, my dad was in the Fox body Mustangs and he never raced, uh, but he did know the guy that built his motor and stuff like that in Miami, they drag raced and they, we would, we would go to drag races with them and they would be pulling their race trailers with these Cummins back in the day, their 12 valves and, and the newer 24 valve Cummins trucks before the, the newer super duty came out. This is like the late nineties mid to late nineties. And those trucks were fast back then. And they did, they would tow to, to Kentucky and come back and they could still smoke a Mustang on, on in a dually, you know what I mean? With the trailer off of it. So it, it was just, it, since I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old, I was completely like in love with these trucks, you know, all three different brands, you know, I didn't care what it was. I just loved it. Um, so it's been around for a long time for me. That's a really interesting point because a lot of times I'm sure going to events and and just networking with people, you find there's definitely fans of Cummins and Duramax and Powerstroke. It seems like they don't cross over at all. It's like they've had 15 Cummins trucks or, you know, four different Duramax. So, you know, you having owned a bunch of different ones, you know, what, um, I guess what kind of insights or perspectives would you give to somebody who say doesn't have a truck right now and they're not looking to buy a new one. They're looking to do kind of what you did and have that dual purpose set up. Um, and having built a few of different ones, you know, what are some things they should look for? You know, if they're going to jump into a six, four or a six, seven power stroke or a five, nine, or, you know, a Duramax, you know, what, what's, uh, what are some insights that you've seen through the years with that? Well, my wife had an LMM Duramax uh, herself and she had, it was, you know, had a, a little bit of work done to it. Nice lift wheels and tires. Like it's just a nice go getter, you know, grocery getter truck. And uh, that was a good all around setup because it was a six speed, you know, it was really good on fuel. You know, you're doing 80 in the highway at 1800 RPM because it's six speed. You know what I mean? Um, and the six sevens are, are great trucks too. You know, I think the six four, if you want to do it right, I think sometimes you might want to invest in at least valve train uh, lifter or stuff like that and good oil. The thing is maintenance on everything. You know, if you, if you don't, if you don't change the oil or you can't afford to change the oil or just do things right, you know, don't spend it on, on a Spartan tuner and then not, not be able to change the oil, you know, kind of deal. Um, Cause that right there, that alone kills, kills these trucks, you know, and, um, when it comes to Dodge, I love Dodges, you know, especially the third gens, uh, common rail five nines. I had two of them before when I was younger. Uh, and, um, you know, transmission issues back then, you know, that's what the problem was, but now they've come so far, uh, when it comes to 48 REs and, and tuning and, and all that stuff for these trucks, it's like, you could prevent a lot of things nowadays, you know? Um, so, it's just whatever, pick your poison. If you want to deal with transmission, you want to deal with the valve train, you want to deal with the CP4, you know, you just got to, you know, take the bull by the horns, just get it done either way. That's one of the perspectives I have is sometimes people will message in and they're, they're just getting into diesels and they want to build one. They go, which one's the best to build? And I'm like, it's going to cost you the same. Just decide what you got to, you know, what you're going to have to invest in first is really, you know, what's, what's going to, what's going to change with it. But, um, you know, the 6.4 is, 
it's like I said earlier, I just think it's, it's a bargain and, and just the, the potential that's out there, you know, you mentioned kill devil diesel. We've had them on the podcast and, and other companies is their innovation and, and their technology. It's applying to these older trucks, just like it does the new ones and, and the kind of leap forward. You mentioned it with the 48 RE's and, and there's tons of other parts is you can get really good stuff now from a lot of different companies to build whatever platform it is that you like or want to do. And that's, what's so exciting. I think about this time, um, you know, in the diesel industry is it's not just limited. Like it used to be, if you wanted to go fast, you had to get a five, nine, um, and the Duramax has changed that. And you know, the six, four is what they've done six liters now and the kind of power, you know, they're making at UCC. It, it's really exciting. Yeah. Only thing I would tell the, a new guy getting into a guy or a girl getting into it is, uh, just get a new enough truck that you could tune up or down. You know, you could you could change power levels easy. You know, when I had the 12 valve Super Duty, um, that was a P pump uh, with a 47 RE in it. With uh, I never finished it though. I had to sell <laughs> it because I had you know life go happen. You know, so I had to take care of priorities. And then I came back around, circled back, and built this. But I, I felt like that truck was already behind the ball because it was not adjustable as these newer trucks are. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like, I should have put a common rail in there, you know? Um, so whatever you get, just make sure it's newer and you could go up and down with power levels and it'd be a lot more enjoyable, you know? Yeah, and fit that, fit that uh, dual purpose you mentioned where, you know, it's so easy to just change tunes and, and dial it back first. Yeah, you could do it on a 12 valve, but it's just a little bit more involved. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Now, um, you know, for people that are listening, they're like, Hey, I want to check out, you know, what John's doing. Um, you know, maybe they have questions for you. They want to ask you something I didn't think to ask. Where can they, you know, find you on social media, um, you know, Instagram, or if you're thinking about doing a YouTube or anything like that, what's a, what's a place to be able to find you? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook also. I'm on, you know, all those strictly race diesel pages and you know, the six, the 08 to 10, six, four power stroke page. My name's John Phillips. Um, on Instagram, it's J dash J. So J D A S H J. And then, uh, I just so happened last week to start another Instagram for this build just to have everything in there in depth. Cause I didn't really go. I don't really think if you even put the pictures and, and the ongoing process of this truck in on my personal Instagram. So Instagram for this is junker six, four. So junker 6.4. And, uh, uh, it's all on there. You know, it's, want to ask the questions or whatever or if you need something simple that needs to be thought of with a second pair of eyes you know you can do that too i think that that uh kind of network building is really important i'm sure you've seen it too going into shows and meeting different people just being able to connect with other people that are have either done what done the build that you want to do or they've been to a certain level with it where you can you know, ask them questions and be able to say, Hey, what did you do with this? Why'd you choose this turbo? Why'd you pick this injection pump system? Or, you know, these, these injectors, it's, it's, it's one of the really cool things, you know, I think about diesel at night. I did want to ask you that is, you know, through this process, we're able to connect with, I don't want to say mentors, but like, you know, people who did this before or kind of blazed the trail where they were really helpful, you know, in your build that, uh, you know, maybe made it easier, made it, uh, you know, less expensive because you chose the right part the first time or the right set of injectors or the right, you know, stall speed on the converter. Um, actually, your, the diesel podcast has really helped me a lot when it comes to Mike Porcelli and uh, Charlie Keeter 
And uh, a couple of those guys, you know, they, they kind of, you know, went through the trials and tribulations when it comes to building things a few times. And uh, I know Tyler Dommel, he, uh, he built the 6.4. And I, I mean, this truck is pretty much based off of his truck, Michael Rochelle's truck. You know, um, the turbo choice, the injector choice, you know, the dual pumps, um, just things that work, you know. And Austin, Denny also helped me out also with the transmission, uh, you know, just kind of talking me into certain things uh, just to be like, hey, you know, you could do it this way and see if it works, you know, before you spend so much money on a 4R100, you know. Um, I'm just a working man, you know, and everyone usually is. You know, that's why I work on my own stuff. You know, you can't sometimes people usually you can't just send your truck out and be like, oh, here make it run sevens yeah. or make it run sixes. Um, it's just a, it's just a, a process, you know, you have to enjoy the process as you go. So. And when's, when, when do you think you're going to make the, uh, the, the first pass with it? Or, or is there an event that you're looking to, to go to, you know, later in the summer and, and race it where people can, you know, mark it down, definitely check it out. Cause they, you know, heard your podcast. They, they love six fours and, and they, they want to see what you do. Uh, I actually, I, I was aiming for Rudy's, the new location in September, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I just got the truck back. The only thing I didn't do on this truck, uh, the only thing was, uh, the, the cage. I just put an 850 cage in it, chromoly, um, just got all that done, put seat, put a Kirky seat in there. Might do a second Kirky seat, uh, just so I could take somebody else along, but it's, I just finished all that up. Um, so just getting it kind of legal to tech for that stuff and, just it just took a little bit longer than I expected, um, and it's out of my hands, you know. But uh, so either end of the last the uh, Rudy's closer or Rudy's opener, you know what I mean. So that's that's my goal. Um, I, I went to Diesel Wars a few weeks ago, but we just went to, to watch just to kind of just see what's going on. Um, it's almost like this year was kind of scattered around. A couple of events got canceled. Um, you know, fuel prices are ridiculous. Yeah, you know, a lot of people probably don't want to tow a trailer so far. It costs you double the money, you know. So I understand that. So hopefully, all this stuff calms down here soon, and uh, we could just get out there and do some passes. I have a local track here in Immokalee, Florida. That's about three minutes away, so I'll probably be testing there and see what it does and get it dialed in. But it's pretty close right now. Yeah, it's uh, it was a really cool build to hear about, and, and I definitely appreciate the patience from the time you know, that you built it. And I think about all the, the issues that have been out there with getting parts and delays and, you know, companies got really far behind because a lot of people were, you couldn't find a new truck. So you're like, oh, I'm going to build my older one or I'm going to upgrade it. And, and so I think building it through this time is, is really cool to see, you know, how you did it and, you know, the time that you took with it and the questions that you asked and doing, you know, nearly all of it yourself is, you know, really inspiring. So I hope somebody out there is thinking about doing this, um, you know, you built it during the pandemic and all this going on now. So, you know, you kind of show just with some patience and, and doing some homework, you can make a really solid build, not have a lot of problems, you know, when you get it all together, just a few little things here and there. And, you know, you're, you're ready to go hit the track. Yeah, for sure. Uh, funny thing is also when it comes to manufacturing with all the, everything going on, there's a lot of weird manufacturing issues. Um, I, I have a hundred over injectors on this. Um, so when they change the tips, um, they told me that my injectors were all bad and I'm like, they're all bad. They were just fine before, you know, and, uh, come to find out that the tips were faulty. All eight of them were bad. So they, I pretty much bought new injectors 
and they put those nozzles on that on those injectors and it still didn't work so it actually ended up being the nozzles and the uh rcd river city diesel they're the ones that did my injectors and they were uh you know congenial enough to tell me it wasn't the injector so we're gonna refund you back the money for the injectors and just keep yours and we're going to change the tips on there so they could have not told me that you know they could have been like oh just the injectors but you know there's a lot of good guys in this industry um a lot of people that are loyal and you know they're just trustworthy you know they they shoot you straight you know so that's a good thing about it Uh, that's what i love about this community um everyone helps out a lot more than than uh than you would think so yeah, and when they keep a customer for life, because you think how easy it would have been to not even say anything, but they did yeah. the right thing. And I'm sure this isn't going to be the last truck you build. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well I, well, I appreciate you reaching out to us, John, and uh, you know, sharing your build with us, and you know, scheduling the time to to chat with me. Had a great time. Loved hearing about it. And uh, you know, keep us updated in the future. Let us know how it does. If you change something up or you do another build in the future, uh, maybe it's something you know completely different platform. You know, let us know. We like to see you know guests that we have on, kind of how they progress with the trucks, and then also with you know their passion for for diesel performance. So keep us updated. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to fluidampter.com. Check out the products that they have. We're going to be chatting with them here shortly to talk about what their products do for, you know, a stock truck, something you're towing with, race truck, ways that it can unleash horsepower and torque and also protect the engine. Um, and it's, you know, something that's really cool because you never have to send it in to get uh, rebuilt or do anything like that. It, it basically just self-tunes to the engine um, after you install it. So make sure and check them out. Also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters. You guys help us a lot with being able to deliver you know a better podcast to you, better audio, a lot of things that we're working on. Texas Diesel Supply, Wrights Diesel Services, Caleb, Tyler Lowen from 23 Diesel. We appreciate your support. All of our Patreons, all of our subscribers on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I love hearing from you guys. I love seeing your questions on our Discord channel. Um, you guys have awesome suggestions for episodes episodes, sharing your truck builds, keeping, you know, us inspired to, you know, cover new topics or talk about things that, uh, that you guys are working on out there. So I just wanted to thank you guys for that. And until next time, keep the shiny side up.